Soccer Saturday. Brought to you by Honda. Proud to be the automotive sponsors of Indy 11. And by Community Health. Dream big, work hard, finish strong. Now here's your host, Greg Rakestraw. Good morning to you, soccer fans. It is Soccer Saturday on 93.5 and 107.5 The Fan. Not a busy week for the Indy 11. They've had the full seven days of rest to try to bounce back from a 2-0 loss at Loose City on Saturday to play another rival in Memphis 901 coming up later this evening. Another team ahead of them in the Eastern Conference standings and kicking off another week of three matches over the course of eight days. Indy will be home tonight. Then their final midweek home match of the season uh, comes up on Wednesday night against Birmingham, the return of Tyler Pasher to Carroll Stadium, and then on the road to play at Miami. It has been a big week in terms of news for the Indy 11, and not of the good variety, although I have full faith in the person that will be asked to step up. On Tuesday in training for the Indy 11, Yannick Ertl suffered a foot injury, and he's going to be down uh, for a little bit of time. So with that, Tim Trilk, who played well last year for the Indy 11, but has appeared in just one match so far this season, albeit an important one, a victory in Pittsburgh last Wednesday. It'll now be Tim's net for some time. Tim always kind enough to come on this show when asked. We frankly haven't had a reason to have Tim on the show so far this year. Now we do. So Tim will be our featured Indy 11 guest on the show coming up in the next segment of the show. Reese Buckmaster played for the Indy 11 back in 2021. He's got Hoosier roots, literally, because he played at Indiana University. Not to mention winning a high school state championship at Canterbury School, playing for the legendary Greg Mock. Well, Reese will be on the program as well. We give you a scouting report on Memphis 901. That match coming up at 7 o'clock. Tickets available in the11.com, 317-685-1100. Of course, you can watch it on MyIndyTV as well as ESPN+. There has even been USL Championship news that I've been sitting on for like three weeks. And just as I have time to get it on the program Then the news changes. That is the promotion relegation story. And I will bring you snippets of a conversation that I've been sitting on for a while. We just haven't had time to get it on the program, you know, because there's been other important news like Indy 11 winning in Pittsburgh or like the Indy 11 women winning a championship. Or this week, how about four members of the Indy 11 being first or second team all league? Let's go ahead and get that to you now. Congratulations, Sam Dewey. She was named first team All-USLW League. Second team award winners include Grace Barr, Aaliyah Martin, and goalkeeper Nona Reason. Congratulations, ladies, for the honors well-deserved. Again, what a summer it was for the Indy 11 women and for you know that group, only Nona Reason this would apply to in terms of going back to play college soccer, like that season starts a week or two from now. It is a quick turn. Speaking of season starting, if you're all of a sudden familiar with like the championship, League One and League Two in England, that season is underway right now. The Premier League season starts next week. Again, the joy of this program, there never is an offseason. And literally, I am three and a half minutes into the show, and now I mention... Oh, yes, the U.S. women's national team has a World Cup elimination match against Sweden, a matchup of 
two of the top three teams on the planet and the two highest rated teams that are still playing. They play tomorrow at 5 a.m. And if the U.S. does not win, it would be their earliest elimination ever in the Women's World Cup. Now, again, that is all of nine playings of it since this only goes back 32 years to 1991. And, yes, we've been a little alarmed at how the women's national team has played, but the team that was thought most likely to maybe be able to best them in this tournament in Germany didn't even make the final 16. This is a tournament where we could say the rest of the world has caught up to everybody. There just isn't that big of a difference between, say, 1 through 32 as there has been for maybe the eight previous playings of this event. We will get back to the Women's World Cup and U.S. Women's National Team coming up at the tail end of the program. But Tim Trilk will get his first start of the season in front of the home fans, and he will join us next. It is Soccer Saturday, 93.5-1075, The Fan. Lamore Dew, authentic Irish whiskey. May your team be swift in their aim true. And may your whiskey always be Tullamore Dew. Glasses up to responsible drinking. Tullamore Dew, Irish whiskey, 40% alcohol by volume 80 proof. Copyright 2015. Imported by William Granite Sons, Inc., New York, New York. At Community Health Network, we're committed to simplifying health care. Starting with how you access your caregivers. Access in healthcare is the ability to be connected with your provider and ask a question when you need it. And at Community, it's that simple. Learn more about our commitment to uncomplicating healthcare at ecommunity.com slash simply delivered. Community Health Network, exceptional care, simply delivered. As the highest performing national contractor of excellence, Gaylor Electric offers complete design-build electrical construction and 24-7 on-demand electrical support. Recognized by many world-renowned companies as one of the most forward-thinking organizations in the industry, Gaylor Electric delivers consistent excellence in innovation and quality to the customers we serve. Visit Gaylor.com to find out what it's like to rely on Gaylor Electric. Meet Chip. 30 years ago, Chip started a family business with a big idea. Today, there's a new building and a new fleet of equipment. At Indiana Members Credit Union, we know Chip. We know he plans to keep growing, building business with the next generation. We're here to help Chip and you with secure and simple account management tools and commercial financing to grow business. Today, it's all about Chip. Tomorrow, it's all about you. Because at IMCU, it's you that matters. Learn more at imcu.com. Rising 15 stories above the city's wholesale district, the Hyatt Place Hyatt House Indianapolis downtown offers a modern and lively setting in the heart of the city, within walking distance to the best attractions, so you can enjoy your downtown experience to the fullest. Stop by the Pivot Bar and Balcony with exclusive outdoor dining and space to host your next private event. Enjoy a relaxing dinner or craft cocktail on the spacious outdoor patio. Call 317-762-2013 for more information and to make your reservation today. Experience exclusive living at the Olivia Luxury Residences and Shops. From modern high-end finishes to a luxurious amenities center, elevated pool, and aqua lounge, no detail is overlooked in the Olivia Luxury Apartment Residences. Step outside and enjoy great food at Bar Louie, Verde Cantina, Rosie's Cafe, or Sugar Creek Winery. The Olivia is walking distance from the Monon Trail and Carmel's Arts and Design District. Call 317-660-2400 to schedule a tour at the Olivia Apartments today. 
Tullamore Dew, authentic Irish whiskey. May your team be swift in their aim true. And may your whiskey always be Tullamore Dew. Glasses up to responsible drinking. Tullamore Dew, Irish whiskey, 40% alcohol by volume 80 proof. Copyright 2015. Imported by William Grant & Sons, Inc. New York, New York. As close as you'll get to the pitch without putting on the cleats. Here's 11 Minutes presented by your Central Indiana Honda dealers. Proud to be the automotive sponsors of the Indy 11. Welcome back. Soccer Saturday, 93.5 and 107.5. The fan. The Indy 11 with a bit of a slower week. That then changes going into this one. After playing three games in eight days, they'll start another cycle just like that with two at home and one on the road, starting with tonight's matchup against Memphis. It was not a slow week in terms of developments, though, for the Indy 11. On Tuesday in training, Yannick Ertl suffered a foot injury, uh, just kind of diving for a ball, going through a a drill in practice, and now a guy that's been waiting for the opportunity. He hoped not in this fashion, but waiting for it all season long is Tim Trilk. He has played in one match so far, the victory at Pittsburgh last Wednesday, and now he will be the keeper for the foreseeable future, and I think think the N11 are in good hands, and Tim joins us now. Good morning, my friend. How you doing? I'm good, Greg. It's good to be back. Um, always fun to chat with you. Absolutely, and obviously, we this is going to be a lengthy conversation. We haven't talked in a while uh, because you haven't been featuring it in the lineup, and obviously, that'll be a part of our conversation too. But other things I want to get into as well. But but first things first. This is the life of a, of a backup keeper, which you're in that situation this year. You've been training yourself to be ready when your number's called. Your number has officially been called. Just kind of what's your mindset heading into this weekend's match against Memphis? Um, you know, it's, it's really not much of a change of my mindset. Um, you know, it's crazy how timing works for things. And um, getting a game last week was something I had earned. And so, you know, a win at Pittsburgh uh, is never an easy thing. It's a tough place to play out there at Highmark Stadium. But that when then Jan goes down instead of, you know, oh, holy cow, my moment's here. Um, I was kind of already mentally over that little um, stick in the road, as you want to call it. But uh, Mark's been real big on saying we've got a 1A and a 1B in the GK room this year. So not much change for me, and uh, I've been ready to go every week. I, I would certainly you know, echo that sentiment because I thought you were awfully good uh, last year when given the opportunity as part of four different goalkeepers that saw time for the Indy 11 last year. W- when the team goes out and, and, and signs Yannick, and you're kind of hoping, all right, I hope I get my chance to compete. And as the season goes along, we're four months in, and it, it took until that point to get a chance to, to, to play in, in, in a match that counted. Mentally, how did you stay ready? How did you stay strong during that time? Well, a lot of it I have to credit to Yannick himself. Um, you know, as you remember last year, I trained with, I think the final number was 15 different goalkeepers. <laughs> um, so having a partner uh, with Yannick that it's really been iron sharpens iron day in and day out, even the two academy kids that are with us each day. Um, it's been a great room to be a part of, and it's something that um, I have all the respect in the world for Yannick. Um, he's deserved it. He's been great for us, um, but he's been respectful of me as well. And when my number got called for Pittsburgh, he was the first person to congratulate me. And um, you know, it's he makes it a lot easier when you've got that true partnership rather than um, just trying to beat each other out. 
Well, again, I realize it's almost reiterating a question, so I acknowledge that before I say it. But you approached, you know, the first 20, 21 matches of the season is, I have to be ready in case I'm the guy. Well, now there's there's no, you know, in case. You know you are the guy. So do you do anything in terms of preparation differently going forward? Honestly, I, I think there's a little bit more of um, a relaxed approach. Uh, it's something where, you know, before, like I get to call it Pittsburgh, a little more nerve-wracking, you know, okay, if I don't perform as well as I know I can, then I know Yannick's ready, ready to go. Um, but somewhere, it's, you know, uh, at the moment, there's not quite another option, so I can just be relaxed and play my game. All right, so with that, uh, we'll get back to Memphis coming up in a matter of moments, but now a variety of the other topics that we have yet to catch up on. Uh, I'll call take these in, in chronological order as best I can. On race morning at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway, I am fortunate enough to be one of the public address voices before the Indianapolis 500. And at approximately 6.30 in the morning, I get a message from an Indy 11 player. Who is that player? It's Tim Trilk. He's apparently driving the carpool to go check out the Indianapolis 500-mile race. So since we haven't talked in the last couple of months, how was your race day experience? Oh, it was incredible. I know you've been out at that track uh, year in and year out, and it's just it's something magical. And the couple months leading up to it, I was trying to get all the guys riled up because I don't think anyone that returned to the team this year, um, along with the large n- uh, number of new players here, Many guys had heard of it but didn't quite understand how big of an event it was. So um, I took on that challenge to really get those guys out there, show them what it's like. And, you know, we're down there in the infield. Um, so that's, to me, I think that's the true race day experience. Um, <laughs> just seeing the whole place fill up, it was great. And, of course, hearing your voice over the loudspeaker uh, felt like home. Uh, that's that's kind of the idea, and I appreciate First of all, I, I, I'm forever thankful for the nice message you sent me. It was great to have that exchange with you on race day. How many players did you get to the track that day? I think we had a total of, I think, 10 or so. That's pretty good. There's a couple other people <laughs> that um, had other plans with people in the area that made it, but, um, yeah, we had a nice little section down there on turn four were you a big racing fan before you got to indianapolis or is this like a lot of folks something you've picked up as soon as you come to indianapolis i definitely picked it up getting here to indianapolis um and last year with um you know some people don't like hearing these two things mentioned in the same kind of sentence but with drive to survive and f1 we had a lot of fans of that last year so that kind of got me into it. Then we got to go down and we volunteered with Wish for Our Heroes um, during the practice laps uh, the weeks leading up. And they got to take us down to the garages. We actually got to kiss the bricks and everything. And it was something that once you're fully immersed in it, oh, it's hard not to fall in love with it. Now, Rebion, I remember when he first came to town last year, claimed he was a big-time gearhead. And because he is married to a, a Fisher's girl, You know, he was all about going to Indianapolis Motor Speedway. So is Rebion a guy you can actually talk shop with, or was he kind of blowing smoke about that? No, nah, Brian, he, he's, a, he's a gearhead. There you go. Okay. He's legit. All right, that, that, that's good to hear. Now, um, in between then and what you get to take part in at uh, practice on Wednesday, which we'll get to in a second, you get to throw in a first pitch at an Indianapolis Indians game. Tell us about that. That was a dream come true, for sure. It's something that uh, growing up, my parents – uh, before they started having kids, they had an apartment 
across the street from the outfield wall at Wrigley oh, Field. Oh, man. So they, um, my dad used to write for the Cubs. And so baseball's kind of always been a big thing for my family. And um, JJ, who's our kind of community relations guy here, always tells us, hey, if there's anything you guys are interested in doing, just let me know. I can try and make it happen. And props to him because I texted him with the idea. And his first response was uh, July 7th at 7 p.m. <laughs> he was on it, huh? He was. All right. And there's one rule when you throw a first pitch. And I have been lucky enough to do that twice at Victory Field over the course of the years. Under any circumstance, you cannot hop it. How'd you do? They said it was the best one they've seen all year. Nice. I got it right over the middle of the plate. Um, it was good. Now, the other thing, too, as they say, is that you can't show because you're not getting a catcher. Normally, you're getting a relief pitcher that's out there, and he's not used to getting one popped into his mouth. They're like, hey, you want to hit the strike zone, you can't exactly you know, rear back and bring the fastball, and you are a professional athlete that's used to throwing a ball a pretty good length of, of distance when you need to. So you just kind of ease in there, or, or do you light them up a little bit? Well, so I think they first told me I was going to get a couple practice pitches, didn't get that, so I'm going out there thinking, what, is it 60 feet, 6 inches? That's not too bad. And then you get out there and you're staring at that glove and you're like, that looks like the tiniest target <laughs> I've ever seen. That and the president of the Indianapolis Indians was down on the field before, so I got to meet him. It was an absolute pleasure. He was trying to convince me to kick it, and I just I knew I had to get it over the place. So I put a little bit of pace on it, but uh, uh, Quentin Priester was the uh, pitcher who caught it. And I don't think he had too much trouble right. ringing that one in. First of all, Randy Lewandowski's the president. He's a great guy, and he played college baseball at Anderson University. So if he gives you some baseball tips, he knows what he's talking about. You can listen to him on that front. So now let's bring it to this week, and let's bring it to the type of football that you share Grand Park with for about a month. And this is also kind of becoming a tradition, like the Indianapolis Motor Speedway for you, and that's you and Kenny Moore uh, having a little uh, a little uh, you know contest from the spot. Kenny has always been a big-time soccer fan in his days with the Indianapolis Colts. What was it like hanging out with him on Wednesday? Uh, it, it was great. And over the uh, past year and a half or so, Kenny and I have become a bit of friends. We filmed the one video last year, and that's when I first met him. But then the Saturday before the Indianapolis 500, I got to uh, represent Indy 11 in that. And Kenny was there to do it for the Colts. So we caught up there and I was like, wow, you know, that was kind of cool um, to see Kenny again. And then last week they mentioned that Kenny wanted to run it back this year at practice. So we got that all set up and it's always nice when Kenny comes around. So I was at practice on Thursday morning as in for the Colts. And obviously to drive by and, and said hello to, I think, Jack and Brian and, and Jake Fine, et cetera, in the training session on Thursday. And one of the other Colts reporters asked me, Hey, if Kenny's going to play for the Indy 11, what position would he play? And I said, I think he's a holding midfielder. You would know clearly better than me. If Kenny Moore wears number 23 in a match for the Indy 11, what spot on uh, of the outfield players is he playing? Yeah, that's a good one. I mean, Kenny's definitely not someone that you would want to see in the middle of the field right. if you're on the opposing <laughs> side. Um, but I also think he'd be a good wingback. He'd be able to pin other uh, other teams wing back deep in and he'd be ready to defend them one-on-one -on -one. Um, yeah he'd definitely be a, a force to reckon with out there for the 11. All right final thing before we let you go and again you had this experience obviously numerous times last year 
It was funny. I'll, I'll clue you in. Uh, you're going to be a little busy to actually like watch the broadcast on Saturday night because you know you're part of the broadcast on Saturday night. But we are bringing out the barrel pick, so you know, in terms of the open of the broadcast, are you getting the start uh, against Memphis from the LIP-AFC match last August? To be back in front of the Brickyard Battalion again for the first time in 2023, what will that mean to you coming up at Saturday night about 7 o'clock? Oh, it, it means the world to me. Um, last year, uh, they voted me Community Player of the Year, and it's something that that I even told them I think that's the greatest award I've ever been given. So it means a lot to be in front of them. They bring the energy and the passion week in, week out. And I personally and a lot of the other guys, we just try and replicate that on the field. So getting the chance to now do that in front of them, salute them when I come on the field, listen to the chants. Um, you know, there's nothing better in this league than playing in front of the BYB. Well, given the fact that it's rattled off that, you know, you threw a first pitch at Victory Field, you hang out with members of the Indianapolis Colts, and casually that meant you got to be a part of the, you know, 500 Festival Parade the day before the race, and, you know, you get up at 6 a.m. to get there to get your tailgating spot. Timmy, I think it's goobble gobble. You're one of us at this point. You're a full-on adopted Hoosier, and we're thrilled to have you in the state on the Indy 11 and as pertains this conversation back on the show. I'll see you in a few hours. Go get them, my friend. Happy to see you back on the field later tonight. Thank you very much, Greg. In terms of the table heading into tonight's match, Indy 11 currently in the eighth position. Detroit, Miami, and Loudon behind them. Eighth is the final playoff spot. And for Indy, there are 13 matches left to play. Same thing for Memphis. Memphis has been struggling. They have literally pulled three points from their last possible 15 they have not picked up a win in their last seven yet they still reside currently in fifth in the eastern conference standings indy six points behind them play them twice in the course of 17 days talk more about that in the next segment as well simply talk more about memphis because reese buckmaster will be joining us in the next segment of the show one thing though that i neglected to mention on the show last week and i've reached out to him and not heard back we will effort to have him on at some point in time, as time allows. But congratulations to Nikki Law. Spent a year and a half with the Indy 11, all of 2021, uh, most of 2022. Was sent to the Tampa Bay Rowdies in exchange for Juan Tejada at the midway point of last season. You knew that at some point Nikki was going to enter the coaching realm. Maybe I didn't think it was going to be as soon as it was. He was playing for Huntsville, which is an MLS Next Pro, as a player assistant coach. Well, when Neil Collins left Tampa Bay to go to Barnsley in League One in England, apparently Nicky made enough of an impression. In three months with the Rowdies last year, they have brought him on as their new head coach. Congratulations, Nicky. Rowdies currently in third in the Eastern Conference table behind both Pittsburgh and Charleston. And again, we'll effort to get Nicky on the show at some point sooner rather than later. Reese Buckmaster will be on sooner. As after this quick commercial break, you are listening to Soccer Saturday, 93.5 and 107.5 The Fan. Head to Court Furniture Clearance Center for up to 70% off new retail prices. Stock is updated regularly, so you never know what kind of treasures you'll find. They offer a wide variety of stylish furniture for any budget, and every piece is court certified, so you can let your personality show in every room. Mention Radio 20 and get 20% off any item in the store near I-65 and Lafayette Road. Online at court.com. Refresh your home with stylish finds from Court Furniture Clearance Center. When you're dealing with a sports injury, 
Getting back out there is the first thing on your mind. We know the feeling. Our sports medicine team cares for thousands of student athletes across central Indiana. In addition to physicians and athletic trainers, you'll have access to experts in physical therapy, imaging, and more. And with convenient locations near you, we help make healing as simple as possible. Learn more at ecommunity.com sports. Community Health Network. Exceptional care, simply delivered. For over 60 years, Somerset CPA and Advisors has been guiding clients through the critical decisions that impact their financial health. Somerset CPAs is now CBiz Somerset and MHM. With more than 120 offices and 6,500 team members throughout the U.S., they're able to provide the benefits and resources of being part of a national firm. And you'll still receive the same personal attention from the same expert consultants you've come to know and trust. CBiz Somerset and MHM. National resources. Personal service. As the highest performing national contractor of excellence, Gaylor Electric offers complete design-build electrical construction and 24-7 on-demand electrical support. Recognized by many world-renowned companies as one of the most forward-thinking organizations in the industry, Gaylor Electric delivers consistent excellence in innovation and quality to the customers we serve. Visit Gaylor.com to find out what it's like to rely on Gaylor Electric. The goal isn't graduation day. The goal is a better every day after. It's the first day in your new career, your first pay raise, the fifth day of that week-long vacation. It's the first paid holiday home with your family or the day of your last car payment much sooner than you thought. At Ivy Tech Community College, they don't just care about your degree. They care about your life. Ivy Tech can get you where you want to go. Get started at ivytech.edu. At Johnson Controls, they transform the environments where people live, work, learn, and play. The places and spaces that are the backdrop to the biggest moments in your life. Delivering more efficient workplaces, better patient outcomes, safer learning environments, and enhanced fan and passenger experiences. They provide the building technology, solutions, and expertise to power your mission. Johnson Controls. That's a way to use your head. It's Soccer Saturday on the Fan, presented by Community Sports Medicine, the official sports medicine provider of the Indy 11. Welcome back. It is Soccer Saturday on 93.5 and 107.5 The Fan. And obviously something that we try to do when time allows is catch up with former members of the Indy 11 as they are playing against the Indy 11. And that is the case tonight at Carroll Stadium when Memphis 901 makes their lone visit to town. First time these two teams have played this year. Indy returns the date coming up later this month. And a familiar face that you'll see from his one year with the Indy 11, or if you're a fan of Indiana University, and maybe you're a fan of high school soccer, you would know him from that as well. It is the pride of Auburn, Indiana. It is Reese Buckmaster that joins us now. Hello, my friend. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you doing? I'm good. It's always good to catch up. You kind of have this conversation now once a year. Um, This is now the third year of the last four that you have played for Memphis 901 and second year in a row. What what is it about Memphis that seemingly has fit your game and has felt like home to you? Um, I mean, just the the coach. I mean, he brought back most of the guys from last year and just the front office bringing guys back. So we've had that nice connection here. And, I mean, we had a great year last year, and we're just hoping to build on that this year. Well, most of the roster is back, but the head coach is not back. Uh, after Ben Pierman leaves uh, to, go, uh, to go to Charleston Battery, tell us about the new coach and, and what that relationship has been like. 
Yeah, Glassy, Glassy's a great guy. I mean, he has a great professional career, and um, he's just a great guy, great coach, learning for creating that bond uh, just more and more every day. So it's nice to get to know him, personal level, coach level, just a really good guy. And Glassy, by the way, since, you know, Reese is on a nickname basis, that would be Stephen Glass, that, that we would have seen as the head coach of Atlanta, too, a, a couple of years ago. So just, again, put it in perspective, you know, for, for, for Indy 11 fans. You guys have had an up-and-down year. I know you're kind of going through a bit of a rough stretch right now. Uh, obviously, you're ahead of the Indy 11 in terms of, of the standings and in terms of a playoff position. Just kind of your thoughts as as to, you know, hopefully getting out of this skid from your perspective. Yeah, I mean, we've been in a little skid. I mean, I think it's been seven or six games without a win, a couple ties in there. But uh, we're just sticking to the game plan, trusting the coaching staff. And, I mean, yeah, hope hoping – hoping to end this this winless streak tomorrow against a former club and the hometown. But, yeah, we're just looking to have a good game tomorrow. Well, sometimes, you know, there, there are impediments that you have in terms of travel and schedule. Um, but I thought that what you guys went through earlier this week was rather unique. You played an 11 a.m. game on turf at Loud United on Wednesday. Explain to me exactly what the thought process was about that. Yeah, no, it was different because – our pregame meal is usually like just normal pasta, chicken, and all that stuff. But uh, on Wednesday, we had eggs and <laughs> pancakes for, for our pregame meal. So it was a little different, but it was just a summer camp field day or something there at Loudon. So they scheduled it early so all the kids could come out and watch. I mean, it was a good atmosphere. Unlucky to get a draw or just a draw there. but And, and then coming from Pittsburgh the day before or the – Saturday before so we've been on the road this will be I think we've been we've been on the road for seven days so since today's Friday we got to Pittsburgh last Friday so it's been a long week but like I said just hoping to end it on a good note tomorrow how were you feeling after two hours on turf in the middle of the noonday sun and let's face it it's normally not exactly a cool and breezy in early August in, in the DC area how are you feeling on Wednesday afternoon just, uh, I took a nice cold ice bath and a nice cold ice shower when I got home just to kind of let my feet unmelt a little bit, I could say, or harden back up from melting all the whole game. <laughs> what's the what's the ticket count looking like uh, for tonight's contest? How, how many have uh, friends and family hit you up for? So I got – I have a bunch of family coming. I have 30 – I think I have 42 now, I think, actually. <laughs> so – Pretty much the whole ticket alignment from the team. We have to use them for me, and I hope hopefully no one else really on the team needs tickets because I think I got them all used up. Well, see, last year you had to split those with Muse. This you don't have to worry about. It. It's just you that has the local ties. So you you get all yeah. of them uh, as, as yep. it plays out. Obviously, th- this makes it special for you. And again, you and I have had this conversation before. Not many people can say they won a high school state championship on a field where they have played professionally. You have that mm-hmm. unique nature. So I know that it's special every time you come back here. But just kind yeah. of thoughts about playing in front of those friends and family and playing in front of the BYB and being here for a year. What does it mean to you to come back to Indianapolis this weekend? No, nah, this is a very special place for me since it's my home state. I'm, yeah, I love coming back to Indiana, even if it's on the op- opposition team, but just playing in front of usually a great crowd, great atmosphere, and then playing in front of my friends and family. It'll be nice to see them since – not many can come down to Memphis and watch a game. So since it's kind of close to, they can make the drive down to Indy and watch a game and hang out after the game. 
Obviously, there has been significant turnover uh, from the Indy 11 in 2021 uh, until now. I think literally Diego Sanchez is the only guy that's still playing from that team two years ago. And obviously, Io has gone from now playing to being an assistant coach. So everybody's been kind of scattered to the four winds of that group that you played with two years ago. Anybody you kind of keep in touch with on a regular basis? Um, I mean, I keep in touch with a couple guys. I mean, still Jeremiah is one of my good, better friends yep. from, but he's at he's at IU now working, and he just asked me, what was it on Thursday to be in his wedding, which will be very exciting. That's awesome. In, in the, yeah, at the end of the year, so that will be fun. And then just the guys, like I'll see them when we play them. Like we played. Jared Timmer, not too long ago, at SAC, got to talk to him a little bit. I know we play San Diego coming up, I think, next week. So, get to see Nick Moon and all those guys. So, I mean, yeah, I just keep in, keep in contact with some guys, and then I'll just see them when we play them. A couple, three things, and we'll let you go. It's Reese Buckmaster joining us here on Soccer Saturday on 93.5 and 107.5, the fan. Something about Memphis 901 and having legendary goalkeepers, uh, you know, seems to have a connection there. Obviously, Tim Howard, part of the ownership group, and has played in matches against the Indy 11 before. He's kind of passed that at this point. But you bring in a guy like Bill Hamid, who simply put is one of the most accomplished keepers to ever play in this league. I know he and Drew kind of split that position during the course of the year. What's it been like being around him during the course of the season? No, it's been really cool. Gets in to just, like, pick his mind and all that stuff because he's one of the best goalies the leagues I've ever seen and then he had a very great career in the MLS and all that with the national team so it's just kind of cool that I mean his locker is right next to mine in the locker room so I mean we kind of talk and just get to know each other and all that stuff and just pick each other's brains a little bit that's been very cool to have in the locker room Uh, clearly this doesn't apply to this match playing on the turf in Indianapolis but you guys are still one of the handful of teams that has Home matches on, on, you know, it's a beautiful park, AutoZone Park in downtown Memphis, yeah. but there is the baseball cutouts you have to deal with. That's going to go away in the next couple of years, but just does it you even think about it anymore because you play there all the time. As a player, how do you deal with that? I mean, since I've played there a couple of years, I mean, I'm kind of used to it now, but I know I talk to guys when the game's going on and they're just wondering how we get used to it and stuff like that because we don't really, we don't retrain on it. Yeah. But it's just playing on it. So, I mean, there's, you can tell that like when the ball comes to you, if it's going to hit a little bump in the patch, because just how the field is made, like the turf, the infield grass is a little taller and a little higher than the, the normal grass. So like when we warm up, we always do it like by the baseball field. So we can kind of read the grass and if it's going to be bouncy or not. So, we're used to it, but I know guys coming in, are they don't really enjoy it much. <laughs> and final thing before we let you go, um, you and I were having this conversation off the air uh, through the quirks of life as you were traveling on the road this past week. I frankly have spent like four of the last eight days in Memphis, Tennessee. Uh, I think I'll be going back there for the same event next year. I've had people tell me about Rendezvous. That's the place I've got to get my barbecue when I go back next time. Give me a restaurant, a restaurant recommendation for the next time I head to Memphis, Tennessee, where do I got to go? What's your spot? See, I'm not a rendezvous guy. That's the thing. Okay. I'm, I'm a barbecue guy, but I'm more of a central barbecue guy. Rendezvous, I feel, is like the, the tourist spot. Okay. And I feel like central is the the Memphis spot. I don't know, like the guy, like if you live there, you know, the you know that spot. The locals, yeah, that's what I was thinking of. Yeah, I I enjoy Central a lot more than Rendezvous. Yep. If you want some nice barbecue. Well, frankly, I'll have to go to both now and just compare and contrast. That's the way yep. that this is going to go, my friend. It is good to catch up with you as always. Look forward to seeing you in person before the game, and I always wish you yep. well, man. Thanks for the time this morning. I appreciate it. 
Thank you for everything. I appreciate it. I see you tomorrow. Or see you today. And these two will play each other twice in the span of 18 days. Indy returns the favor to downtown Memphis on August the 23rd. Kind of a similar situation, Miami FC. Indy will play at Miami next Saturday. Then Miami comes back uh, on Labor Day weekend. We saw this with Hartford where Indy played them twice in the span of 15 days. Again, Indy behind Memphis in the table. It's Detroit City, Loudoun, and Miami. Those are the three teams, and along with Hartford, who's pretty much done and dusted to use the Brian Dunseth slash English term at this point. But if Indy can keep those other three teams in the rearview mirror, they'll be a playoff team for the first time since 2019. When we come back, we'll talk about something that, well, was going to happen, we think, and is not for now. I'll explain, and we'll also kind of give you a peek into how the sausage is made. We'll talk Women's World Cup in the final segment of the show, plus the latest celebrity owner of a major soccer franchise. Major may be a loose definition. We'll explain that coming up later in the show. But a little promotion relegation talk? Yes, we'll do that on Soccer Saturday on 93.5 and 107.5 The Fan. More do authentic Irish whiskey. May your team be swift in their aim true, and may your whiskey always be Tullamore Dew. Glasses up to responsible drinking. Tullamore Dew Irish whiskey, forty percent alcohol by volume, eighty proof. Copyright twenty fifteen. Imported by William Grant and Sons Inc., New York, New York. Indy 11 is teaming up with official apparel partner Puma to help you only see great. Great can be anywhere. It's the promise you make to yourself to never look back and never back down. The Spectra Pack from Puma embraces greatness with brilliant graphics inspired by bands of refracted color. Create moments that give meaning to the sport from the club season to the finals of international championships. Look around you, look inside you, and only see great. The Spectra Pack is available now on Soccer.com. Hello, soccer fans. This is Jeremy Avery from Indiana University. For championship real estate expertise in the metro area, Nino Berticelli is my go-to guy. Indiana is my home. Nino is my homeboy. Follow Nino as my homeboy on Facebook for free ticket opportunities to every Indy 11 home game. That's Nino, N-I-N-O, at ninoismyhomeboy.com. When joint pain is getting in the way of your life, Community Health Network Orthopedic Specialty Care can help. Community specialists offer comprehensive care for every type of orthopedic issue. And our convenient locations and simple scheduling options make it easier to get the relief you need. Learn more at ecommunity.com ortho. Community Health Network, exceptional care, simply delivered. Rising 15 stories above the city's wholesale district, the Hyatt Place Hyatt House Indianapolis downtown offers a modern and lively setting in the heart of the city, within walking distance to the best attractions, so you can enjoy your downtown experience to the fullest. Stop by the Pivot Bar and Balcony with exclusive outdoor dining and space to host your next private event. Enjoy a relaxing dinner or craft cocktail on the spacious outdoor patio. Call 317-762-2013 for more information and to make your reservation today. Experience exclusive living at the Olivia Luxury Residences and Shops. From modern high-end finishes to a luxurious amenities center, elevated pool, and aqua lounge, no detail is overlooked in the Olivia Luxury Apartment Residences. Step outside and enjoy great food at Bar Louis, Verde Cantina, Rosie's Cafe, or Sugar Creek Winery. 
Dorothy Olivia is walking distance from the Monon Trail in Carmel's Arts and Design District. Call 317-660-2400 to schedule a tour at the Olivia Apartments today. Tullamore Dew, authentic Irish whiskey. May your team be swift in their aim true. And may your whiskey always be Tullamore Dew. Glasses up to responsible drinking. Tullamore Dew, Irish whiskey, 40% alcohol by volume 80 proof. Copyright 2015. Imported by William Grant and Sons, Inc. New York, New York. That's a way to use your head. It's Soccer Saturday on The Fan. Welcome back. It is Soccer Saturday on 93.5 and 107.5 The Fan. And today you're going to get a little bit of a clue as to sometimes how the sausage is made. Welcome to the Butcher Shop segment of the program. About three weeks ago, there was a story that popped on The Athletic from a guy that's been a frequent guest on this show before in Jeff Ruder. One of my favorite conversations that we get to have on this show is when something kind of happens from a nationwide attention on the USL Championship that I can kind of bring him in. Jeff largely writes Major League Soccer national team stuff these days, but because Jeff is based in Minnesota, um, Minnesota United was a club that he followed during our days of playing Minnesota United, the first three years of this club's existence back in the NASL. So we kind of have a kinship uh, on that front. Well, Jeff broke the story about three weeks ago that promotion relegation could be coming, and I'll use a word that he used during the course of the interview, um, to the USL ecosystem. And this has been talked about dating back to a couple of years ago um, when Jake Edwards, who's no longer with the USL, but when he was the president and, and spent the better part of a decade with the USL, you know, it, it's been part of the things that have been talked about, that at some point in time they would like to have promotion relegation between the USL championship, between USL League One. Could there be another tier that is brought into it? So that story popped, and immediately I taped a conversation with Jeff with the intention of getting it on the air at some point in time in the last two or three weeks. Well, this would be good problems to have. At that same time, Indy 11 women kept winning. And so obviously our focus became, hey, let's talk about the Indy 11 women. Let's talk about the Indy 11 men. There is this whole thing in terms of a World Cup that's going on. I mean, I have barely even talked about the League's Cup, which has been going like every night for the last couple, three weeks. And they are now into the round of 32 slash round of 16 knockout matches as that will soon be coming to a close and the American clubs done a good job of more than holding their own in that competition but maybe if that next week maybe not kind of how the U.S. women do I think this weekend we'll talk more about them next will be a big part of that conversation so I, I kept kind of holding that interview there's a terminology in radio that we call evergreen nothing had changed in the show or nothing had changed in the interview and, and the story where I couldn't just pop it out of the program at some point in time. Well, that Saturday was going to be today. And what happened on Thursday? The report changed. As in the USL was going to table the conversation for now. And the reason that there's kind of a deadline coming up on that is that there are two big sets of meetings that take place uh, in the USL landscape every year. One of them is next week, kind of the midweek meetings, and that has now been kind of rotated to a different site that is going to host a game. Last year, the midseason showcase was in Louisville. This year, it is in Colorado Springs. So the last couple of matches on our Indy 11 broadcast, you have heard me talk about the midseason showcase featuring FC Tulsa as well as, as the switchbacks 
of Colorado Springs. So these midseason meetings take place in and around that match, which is next Wednesday. So the original reporting back in mid-July had that there was going to be a vote-slash-discussion on potential promotion relegation. Then the report came out again by Jeff on Thursday that that vote is going to be tabled for now, or simply put, there is at least going to be more discussion at some point in time down the road. So with that, I am going to play, I literally, the conversation I had with Jeff, and it's why part of why Jeff's such a good guest, I asked him four questions. We had a 15-minute conversation. <laughs> and that full conversation um, probably won't see the light of day. But the conversation was basically, A, the history of this, and I kind of rambled through that a couple of minutes ago. My next question was, hey, there were franchises that came into the championship that paid a higher level than those that elected to play at League One. How do you reconcile that? I'm sure that's still a topic of conversation. The next thing that I brought up was, hey, there are certain guidelines in terms of the United States Soccer Federation that you have to have this size of a stadium, this size of a market, this size of a of a bankroll, basically, to have a franchise at a certain level. Is that going to play a factor? But I'm going to get to the end result, my last question to Jeff from that conversation three weeks ago that I still think is relevant now. Whenever this is going to be debated and discussed amongst USL ownership, here's the ultimate conversation. By going to promotion relegation, how much more money do you think you're going to make? Here's what Jeff had to say from about three weeks previous. Yeah, it's uh, it's uncharted territory at that point. But I think that you can start to look and say, is there interest? And up until, I would say, 2021, it was pretty unclear just what the interest level would be if there wasn't a pass to the first division. I think that uh, a lot of my peers in the industry will roll their eyes. Uh, whenever this show is mentioned, but welcome to Wrexham did wonders to prove that ultimately that path to get up, not to the most grand of scales, which is what Ted Lasso deals with, or which is what uh, Sunderland till I die kind of chronicles the demise of. It doesn't need to be the premier league for people to be interested. The caveat is I think that the average people, I mean, I, I, I broke this news with my colleague, Tom Bogert. You look at our uh, replies on Twitter and you know, you, there are literally thousands of replies of people saying, this is great. This is fantastic. This is fascinating. I would have to tune into the USL. I would implore a lot of those people to tell me who got promoted from league de in France, which is one of the top five nations <laughs> right. that has promotion and relegation. I don't think most would know who it is. I don't think most would know who fell from Serie B to Serie C in Italy. So it's not this thing where just because there's promotion and relegation, the league is inherently more interested. I think in most countries of the world, the American soccer fan is much more interested at the top level of the pyramid. England has always been this golden exception. I think the Bundesliga has cracked it a bit with a unique philosophy that has that kind of home-and-home promotion series that puts the third-worst team in the first division against the third-best team in the second, which is just kind of a very one-of-a-kind spectacle um, and something that, frankly, I think the USL should also adopt just to get better ratings. Um, but is it going to be enough to just immediately turn, I don't even know, like 10% of American domestic soccer fans who primarily are tuning in for the NWSL and Major League Soccer to suddenly add a USL club to their regular viewing diet? Maybe not until the fall. <laughs> so there is, there is a serious concern here that this is something that's not going to come off immediately to the grand scale. So the question is, how do you maximize that? 
And by and large, the reason that we talk about Wrexham isn't because they are a fifth division club in Wales playing in an English federation. They've been that for over 100 years. It's because of the storytelling. It is because of the element of finding your underdog, finding your heroes who are going to fall because of their own hubris. You need that. And that is going to be on the USL, on whoever they partner with in their next PV deal, and the people who cover the league to figure out the right way to package this, to capitalize on the potential of this, and to execute it in a way that gets not just fleeting interest once you get to the playoffs, the promotion and relegation playoffs specifically, but truly get that critical mass of interested fans who's going to come back year after year, regardless of which clubs are coming up or going down. And that is going to be fascinating to watch over the coming years. So, again, I thank Jeff for the conversation. I would encourage you to subscribe to The Athletic and check out what he has to say. And, obviously, as developments warrant, we will talk more about that on the program. Developments warrant us talking about the U.S. Women's World Cup squad because they're in uncharted territory. They may not be the favorite in a round of 16 match. They and Sweden, somebody's going home as of about 7.30 Eastern time tomorrow morning. We'll talk about that next as we wrap up this edition of Soccer Saturday, 93.5, 107.5 The Fan. Made fresh just for you. Penn Station sizzling hot grilled subs served on their famous fresh baked bread, awesome fresh cut fries, and fresh squeezed lemonade. That's an unbeatable flavor trio because at Penn Station East Coast subs, they grill, they fry, they bake. Order online, order by phone, or dine in at a Penn Station restaurant today. Penn Station, it's all about good taste. At Johnson Controls, they transform the environments where people live, work, learn, and play. The places and spaces that are the backdrop to the biggest moments in your life. Delivering more efficient workplaces, better patient outcomes, safer learning environments, and enhanced fan and passenger experiences. They provide the building technology, solutions, and expertise to power your mission. Johnson Controls. When you're dealing with a sports injury, getting back out there is the first thing on your mind. We know the feeling. Our sports medicine team cares for thousands of student athletes across central Indiana. In addition to physicians and athletic trainers, you'll have access to experts in physical therapy, imaging, and more. And with convenient locations near you, we help make healing as simple as possible. Learn more at ecommunity.com sports. Community Health Network. Exceptional care, simply delivered. Meet Kate. Okay, I'll send that report. Kate juggles a lot working from home. At Indiana Members Credit Union, we know Kate. We know she needs more room. We're here to help Kate and you by offering a special low intro rate on an IMCU home equity line of credit. Today, it's all about Kate. Tomorrow, it's all about you. Because at IMCU, it's you that matters. Subject to credit approval, IMCU is an equal housing lender and federally insured by the NCUA. Learn more at IMCU.com. Who appreciates the value of an Ivy Tech Community College associate degree? It starts with more than 20 Indiana colleges and universities who have partnered with Ivy Tech in a guaranteed admissions program. Or the 70,000 students who earn college credit while still in high school. Or the more than 1,500 nurses who launch their careers from Ivy Tech each year. But the real value lies in the better life an Ivy Tech degree makes possible. Ivy Tech is your pathway to a better tomorrow. Get started today at ivytech.edu. 
Rising 15 stories above the city's wholesale district, the Hyatt Place Hyatt House Indianapolis downtown offers a modern and lively setting in the heart of the city, within walking distance to the best attractions, so you can enjoy your downtown experience to the fullest. Stop by the Pivot Bar and Balcony with exclusive outdoor dining and space to host your next private event. Enjoy a relaxing dinner or craft cocktail on the spacious outdoor patio. Call 317-762-2013 for more information and to make your reservation today. That's a way to use your head. It's Soccer Saturday on The Fan. Back for a final time this morning. Soccer Saturday, 93.5 and 107.5 The Fan. Women's World Cup round of 16 is already underway. There were a pair of matches that took place overnight. Spain and Switzerland, Japan and Norway. Sweden was 18, but the U.S. knew that maybe they were going to see, say, in a semifinal. They had hoped not to see them this early. But to do that, they would have had to have won their group, which they did not do. The Netherlands won it. They won twice, drew the USA. The USA drawing twice, including its Portugal. And again, we're a couple of minutes away from potentially, or I should say a couple of inches away with two minutes left to play in the match. If a shot that is taken is just a little further inside the post, we are having a completely different conversation on the program this morning. And probably... um, getting more of the attention on the show than we're giving it now, but always we default to what's happening in our own backyard, and then we expand beyond that. But some of, not all, but some of the uh, vitriol and anger about how the U.S. team has played has to be muted a bit when, again, as I referenced earlier in the program, Germany did not make the round of 16. Canada did not make the round of 16. To a lesser degree, a nation like Italy not making the round of 16. But also the story of nations that are making these deeper runs, like South Africa is still playing. Like Nigeria is still playing. Jamaica. And how about the remarkable scenes of Morocco not just winning their match, but then getting to celebrate when they saw that Germany drew and Morocco makes it on. They will play France, by the way, uh, coming up on Tuesday morning at 7 a.m. Eastern time. The other thing that certainly is worth mentioning, and frankly at this point there's nothing that can be done about it now, but to FIFA's credit, they tried to give the Americans as much of matches in what would be the evening window in the States as much as they possibly could. But that was with the idea of they'll be the number one team from their group, not the number two team. So, again, now we play at 5 a.m. tomorrow. If you win that one and you get to Friday, that will be at 3.30 in the morning. Again, that would qualify under the hashtag of a first-world problem, kind of given how this result has gone to this point. Let's not worry about times. Let's just worry about a result. But in the FIFA World Rankings, the top two teams still left playing in this tournament are playing each other. And one perennial powerhouse and the ultimate perennial powerhouse in women's international soccer, who has literally won the last two World Cups and half of the ones that have been contested so far, could be out in the round of 16. The U.S. has always, in the previous eight playings of this, They've done no worse than making a semifinal or playing for third place. 
That's still two rounds away. If the U.S. advances deep into the tournament, to some degree, if they simply win against Sweden, a lot of the consternation of conversation as to how it plays out will go away. But there's a very real chance that as about 7 o'clock Eastern time tomorrow morning, before most of this continent would wake up, the U.S. would not wake up from what has been a World Cup nightmare so far. Even they haven't been beat. It's not been good. And they have a significant challenge from them tomorrow at 5 a.m. The other bit of news that I wanted to share, we've kind of touched on things in news and notes fashion on the program today. But the other thing that I wanted to get to is the fact that now Tom Brady has himself a share of an English soccer team because it's the cool thing to do now. Everybody has a piece. Birmingham City in the championship now partially owned by Tom Brady. See, it's not just the welcome to Wrexham guys. It's not just Ryan and Rob that have a team now in League Two. By the way, welcome to Wrexham, Season 2 available on uh, FXX and Hulu uh, coming up next month in September. Obviously, J.J. Watt and his wife now have a piece of Burnley back in the Premier League. The San Francisco 49ers basically own Leeds United, who have fallen back to the championship. Um, Seemingly every, not every, but maybe at some point, more than not, English top-flight football clubs will have some sort of American stake of interest. And again, I do think that is there is a positive trickle-down effect to soccer in this country, even to a club like the Indy 11. We hope to see you tonight at Carroll Stadium, 317-685-1100, indy11.com to get your tickets or simply put, be there by 7 o'clock. We will find a place to put you. If you cannot make it down, Brad Hunter and I have you covered. My TV and ESPN Plus for all the action at 7. For Tim Trilk, for Reese Buckmaster, for Jeff Reuter, for our producer Sam Fritz, this is Greg Rakestraw. Thanks for joining us on 93.5 and 107.5 The Fan. As the highest performing national contractor of excellence, Gaylor Electric offers complete design-build electrical construction and 24-7 on-demand electrical support. Recognized by many world-renowned companies as one of the most forward-thinking organizations in the industry, Gaylor Electric delivers consistent excellence in innovation and quality to the customers we serve. Visit Gaylor.com to find out what it's like to rely on Gaylor Electric. Experience exclusive living at the Olivia Luxury Residences and Shops. From modern high-end finishes to a luxurious amenities center, elevated pool, and aqua lounge. No detail is overlooked in the Olivia Luxury Apartment Residences. Step outside and enjoy great food at Bar Louie, Verde Cantina, Rosie's Cafe, or Sugar Creek Winery. The Olivia is walking distance from the Monon Trail and Carmel's Arts and Design District. Call 317-660-2400 to schedule a tour at the Olivia Apartments today. Head to Court Furniture Clearance Center for up to 70% off new retail prices. Stock is updated regularly, so you never know what kind of treasures you'll find. They offer a wide variety of stylish furniture for any budget, and every piece is court certified, so you can let your personality show in every room. Mention Radio 20 and get 20% off any item in the store near I-65 and Lafayette Road. Online at court.com. Refresh your home with stylish finds from Court Furniture Clearance Center. When joint pain is getting in the way of your life, Community Health Network Orthopedic Specialty Care can help. Community specialists offer comprehensive care for every type of orthopedic issue. 
and our convenient locations and simple scheduling options make it easier to get the relief you need. Learn more at ecommunity.com slash ortho. Community Health Network. Exceptional care. Simply delivered. The goal isn't graduation day. The goal is a better every day after. It's the first day in your new career, your first pay raise, the fifth day of that week-long vacation. It's the first paid holiday home with your family or the day of your last car payment much sooner than you thought. At Ivy Tech Community College, they don't just care about your degree. They care about your life. Ivy Tech can get you where you want to go. Get started at ivytech.edu. At Johnson Controls, they transform the environments where people live, work, learn, and play. The places and spaces that are the backdrop to the biggest moments in your life. Delivering more efficient workplaces, better patient outcomes, safer learning environments, and enhanced fan and passenger experiences. They provide the building technology, solutions, and expertise to power your mission. Johnson Controls. Thanks for listening to Soccer Saturday, brought to you by Honda. Proud to be the automotive sponsors of Indy 11. By Community Health, dream big, work hard, finish strong. And by Bet Rivers, official sports betting partner of Indy 11. Bet with a winner. For more information, log on to 1075thefan.com or indy11.com. From the drivehubler.com studios. This is 93.5 and 107.5 The Fan. WIBC HD2 HD3 Indianapolis.